welcome to episode 256 of Magic the Amateuring. That's right. It's a podcast for people learning magic, people becoming more competitive at the game of magic, people trying to get more involved in their magic communities, and just, you know, anybody who likes to have a weird old fun time. I'm one of those people who likes to have a weird old fun time, and my name is Marsha Brady. <laughs> I'm uh, one of those people who likes to have a good old fun weird time, and my name is Jan Brady. Marsha and Jan, hosts of Magic the Amateur. <laughs> That's right. I think I'm the one who yells, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I think I'm I? the one who breaks my nose. I think you do. That's all I know about the Brady Bunch right there. Well, also the opening credits with like that little, you know, the oh, thing where the the, it's squares. like all divided up. We should do that for yeah. Magic the Amateuring, but they're all our faces. <laughs> it's just all us. We're just looking. Can we be wearing different wigs to try and make us look like members of the Brady Bunch? Okay, yeah, I'm into it. I'm really okay. into it. As you may have uh, established in your uh, brainstem at this point in the show, Megan and I are not recording from the same location. She's locked away in a secret bunker because much like the president and vice president, we cannot be in the same room at the same time. And that's a history that's fact. Right. That's right. If you go back and look at all of our previous episodes, you can, in fact, establish that we have never been in the same place at the same time. No, it is a clever trick of set design, uh, but we are actually continents apart. Megan, uh, where are you hanging out right now? I'm in Texas. And you've got a wall of keys behind you. (laughs) I do. I'm looking at that, too. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what they're for. How's the uh, weather down there in old Texas town? It's rainy today, but it's pretty nice. I don't have to wear a jacket or anything. Ugh, sick brags. Sick brags. I know. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Uh, so, uh, how's the weather in good old Minneapolis? It's actually not too bad today. Today it was like 40-something, and so I was like, oh, friggin' balmy shit. out here. Nice. Yeah. But uh, Are you looking after my car? Yeah, your car. I'm seeing it out my window right now. It is <laughs> sitting there, doing well. Nobody will have to kick the doors open. To get it open. Thank God. Not that I'm taking a car on joy rides around Minneapolis or anything like that, <laughs> or taking a bunch of dogs in the back seat. That... You can you can put dogs in my back seat. Oh, okay, great, because I piled twenty dogs in there. <laughs> twenty dogs, Maria. That's problematic <laughs> for a different reason. They... I don't think that that space can comfortably fit twenty dogs. <laughs> it was like a dog clown car. Uh, so, you know, oh. I'll vacuum it. Dog clowns. Now, there's something that's not problem a problem at all. Dog clowns? Yeah, dog clowns. Like, okay, here's my question. People who are afraid of clowns, are they afraid of dog clowns? Because dog clowns, I think, are very different from normal clowns and also very cute. What makes a dog clown the same thing that makes a person a, cl- a human clown? A nose and some yeah. white face paint and a fun attitude? Like, you know, like a wig and an outfit and shoes, maybe? Shoes! And a nose. Okay. Yeah. For a while, I was like, oh, I might be scared from a, of a dog clown. But once you mentioned the shoes, I was on <laughs> board. Like, I'm pretty sure if you Google the phrase dog clown, um, something something kind of like what I'm describing is going to okay, come Okay, I'm up, doing it right now. Cute. Dog clown. You can play along at home, by the way. Okay. If you are Googling near dog clown. Some kind of... Oh, it, it, hey, how while come, Maria is Googling this, I'll tell you what you're going to find on today's episode, because this is actually a podcast about Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Go for it, but like, I have just found some delightful dog clowns. Really? 
And I am not scared okay. of any of okay. them. Well, okay, you tell people then what we're going to find so I can Google dog. Yeah, you go Google it. Everybody, if you have a device that accesses the internet, I highly encourage this Google mission. Okay, on today's show, uh, we're actually going to do something brand new and exciting that we've never done on Magic the Amateuring before that I'm super pumped for. Oh, it seems to involve a lot of like um, like big frilly collars and or bow ties. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't have forgotten. But there are wigs, surprisingly. There are wigs. Yeah. We're going to do... What what are we going to talk about? (laughs) We're going to talk about the 2017 Crimby Awards, the first annual uh, Magic the Amateur and Crimby Awards to celebrate the season and kind of wrap up 2017. Uh, We've got Mm -hmm. categories like Worst Cat, so uh, you want to for sure... Uh, stick around for that best hat is up for grabs this year as well as why um which is a very highly contested award and we're gonna see which cards from every set that's been out this year that's new we are gonna go and uh select winners slash losers for each of these categories so i'm super excited about that uh we're also gonna quickly take a dip into our mailbag much like santa himself we will be dipping our hands into a giant sack and finding uh answers to your questions out there in listener land and maybe you'll be doing that (laughs) megan will stand by and be sitting here watch (laughs) Uh, we will uh we've got some magic news for you as well because some things have been happening in the magic world, even though as uh, people begin to go on breaks for uh, for the end of the year, we've got uh, some news mm-hmm. coming out, hit, hitting you in the face. And yeah, it should be a pretty fun show. I'm excited for the Crimbies, let me tell you. Yeah. Ooh, one of these is a dog clownfish. Really? Like uh, Nemo? Yeah, it's like, the, yeah, and it's like even has the, like the anemone behind, uh, anemone, oh, wow. the anemone behind it. There's it's so very cool. Many oh, and one of them's dogs. wearing like very big glasses. Cute. Man. Okay. And some of them are wearing shoes. <sighs> All right. All the things I did wow. I didn't know that I would know by the end of this episode. I now know. If you have a favorite dog clown, please tweet it at us at MTA Cast. We would love to see uh your yes. favorite dog clowns from around the world. With with the hashtag dog clown. Yeah, please use the hashtag. Otherwise, how are people uh, gonna be able to categorize this? Exactly. We need to know where to find all of these photos. Hashtag dog clown. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, before we get started with any of that uh, part of our show, we do have to issue an announcement about Patreon because uh, last show we told you that they had kind of started, were interested in starting a new model, which charged fees differently. And a, That's right. a lot of content creators bad. were upset about it, us included. And yes. um Turns out that enough people get angry about something, sometimes action can happen. <laughs> and in this case, Patreon kind of said, JK, just kidding, we're going back to the way things were. So there'll be yeah. no changes from Patreon. However, we are still looking into that monthly model and hope to move to that because I think it'll just be easier for everybody, more streamlined. Um, but we haven't actually put that into practice yet. But great news. Patreon is not going to be charging you more in fees. It is all going to stay exactly as it was. So uh, if anybody changed their pledges, uh, feel free to go back in and change them or do whatever you need to do. Um, Or if you were thinking about joining them but weren't sure, now it's totally fine. And um, the ship has been right. And it's great. As it were. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's approaching the end of the year. So like if you want to throw a donation our way, become part of the Patreon family, we would muchly appreciate that because it's how we keep going and doing the show for you every single week. Yeah. Thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast. Do you know what? If you haven't gotten someone a Christmas present yet, you can order it 
from yeah. Card Kingdom, and it will likely arrive in time. You know what? I ordered a Christmas present for somebody today. Um, I guess kind of last minute, but not really. We're recording this. It's the 18th, and I yeah. got charged $16 to ensure that it showed up in time. What? That's absurd. Insane. I had to use their fast like In my world, people just get things <sighs> late. <laughs> I had to use like ultra fast, mega fast shipping option, yeah. turbo ship or whatever. And it was terrible, but I bit the bullet. But Car Kingdom, they won't do you like that because their shipping is so fast. No. You'll, you'll blink and it'll be in your hands already wrapped and under the tree. <laughs> Somehow That's they right. do it. Somehow Although you had to wrap it. Yes. And put it under the tree. Car and put Kingdom, it under the tree. You know, Although it has, I bet you, you, could get, you could get a delivery person to put it under the tree for you. You think? I bet you you could. If you invited them in and gave them like a hot cocoa. Yeah. I don't know. That is maybe creepier. <laughs> hey, hey, could you put that under the tree for me if I give you a cup of hot cocoa? <laughs> that would make me more likely to say no. <laughs> then if I just asked you, what is it? The cocoa? Is that what is uh, making you concerned? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just suspicious. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'm just too suspicious. I would also be suspicious of that offer, to tell you the truth. Like, yeah. And I think, honestly, as you should be. Yeah, agree, agree. But Card Kingdom's great. You're great for supporting us yes. on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who's become a new subscriber as we push through towards the end of the year. Uh, it's uh, super, super awesome. And remember, those Twitch subscriptions, we do uh, have a sub-emote on twitch.tv slash magicallyamateuring. And That's right. Uh, they're 20% off this month, so get your cheap subs in. Well, you can. You can even gift people subs. Megan was gifted a bunch of subs recently. <laughs> and she's Not been, a bunch, just one. Just one? Oh, okay, loading. Yeah. Who's you, who did you get? Just someone gifted me an LRR sub. Awesome. So you're going to have fun great. with uh, new emotes uh, from those people, too. So, yeah, a whole bunch of ways to connect with us on, on, on the Internet and uh, a pretty spicy show. So warm up your ears, however you choose to do that, because it's about to go at them. Let's take a look in our mailbag, shall we? Ooh, what's in that mailbag, Maria? Okay, putting my hand down into the mailbag, pulling this out. It's another question uh, from our Discord chat, which you can access if you're a patron. And this person has a very interesting question for us, and I just I felt we need to answer it. So here we go. Unstable introduced us to the people of Bablovia, including the amateur Artur and their productions of Theros, Zendikar, Innistrad, and Ravnica, Ravnica the musical. If the Bablovian equivalent to Lin-Manuel Miranda were to stage an actual Ravnica musical, what genres would they use for each guild? And also, what would those theme songs sound like? Ooh. Wow. Great okay. question. So I think, I think we're just going to have to go with like just the not being, not being composers or having composers handy. Right. Uh, the musical gonna, episode is not yet. <laughs> yes. We will have to. I'm just going to go with like what styles of music each of the guilds would be. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to go with, I think Azorius would be like classic opera. Agree. They are for law and order. Exactly. And, so it, you and know, opera. very operatic. Law and, law opera. and order and opera. Azorius has the best operas. It's known. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah for yeah. sure, Rakdos is death metal. That's just like obvi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that Izzet is going to be the most like kind of like, actually, no, they're going to just be like experimental. Yes. It's going like to be it's going to be really weird. People are going to be glass. playing things that like aren't actually instruments. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Or like circuit bending. Have you ever heard uh, people do that kind of music where they're using like old speaking spells or whatever to create different tunes and stuff? Yes, it's going to be stuff like that. Oh, that'll be cool. I'm excited for their song. So that's Is It. Celestia is an odd one. Ooh, yeah, that's tough. Um, Like 70s folk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. 100%. 100%. You've got to be sitting under a tree um in a on a sunny day to listen to that kind of music yeah that's definitely celestia yeah um then Bulgari? Bulgari is just like all like really slow dirges <laughs> wow I, I don't know why nobody's buying tickets to this musical <laughs> it's very dark and it's very gloomy it's very uh, like it's like it? it's kind of like gregorian chants Ooh. Okay. For the Golgari. No, there's... Golgari and um, No, we've still got, like, Boros. Oh, f- Boros. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mm. think I think Boros is going to be very, like... It's going to be, like, very military. Like, lots of, like, snare drums. Okay. Very regimented. Yeah. I can see that for sure for yeah. Boros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Demir. Oh, Demir. I forgot. Okay, it's definitely, like, Evanescence. Um... <laughs> Sort of like emo. Yes, rock. it's an emo. It's an emo <laughs> rock opera. I was specifically thinking of, of Lazav when I said that. By the way, who was oh. the demure guild mage? That's right. Oh but man, you remember that like card? A, didn't Green Day have like a musical? Yeah, they did. It's gonna be like that. Okay, this musical so far sounds terrible, terrible. It's, but uh, it's quite bad. It's quite. I'm bad. gonna go. I, I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'll go I'll watch go. a straight train wreck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. 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 Oh wait, Simic. Um, Simic. Oh, Simic. What the heck is Simic? Hmm. That's really tough. Hmm. I feel like they could also be very experimental. Experimental orchestral. Uh, something yes. that grows and changes throughout the course of the song. Ooh. You know, like. You know how there's different movements in very like. So they're maybe um, they're like a they're like a symphony. Yeah, like a symphony, a large full scale symphony. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. real nice. So I hope that uh, answers your question, sir, because yeah. um, we really do- dove into that one. And this uh, next question is actually from Twitter, and uh, it just popped up. So I thought we would quickly uh, take a poke at it. Alice says, I am Winston drafting with my son over the holidays. Should we play modern masters or iconic masters or three of each? Great question. I would go. Wow. Hmm. It's a great man. I want to say modern masters. Yeah, I agree. I don't think you should mix them. Yeah, I agree that you should not mix them. They don't. Their mechanics do not work well together. No, no. It just I agree. I think I like modern masters. Too disparate. Modern masters it is, Alice. Have it can fun be, with some drafting. It can be pretty linear to draft, which I think is, yeah, that's is a good be point. helpful. Yeah. Oh, man, I love modern masters. Every time I think about it, oh, yeah. it's so great. Of so course you're going to answer modern masters. <laughs> it's like my favorite set of all time. I know. <laughs> uh, and you have a chance at getting that sweet, sweet foil goif. So that's GLHF, true. Alice. GLHF. <laughs> It's time for some magic news. That's right, everybody. 
there were not one, but two Grand Prix this past weekend. Ooh, two. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 excellent. <laughs> one Grand Prix. Uh, uh, uh. One two. was in New Jersey, and where was the other one? Yeah. Um. So, Singapore. Oh, yeah, Singapore. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Well, I watched some coverage of GP New Jersey um, because it was the last time we're kind of seeing Ixalan Limited. It was sealed and draft and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like waving a goodbye goodbye to Ixalan before Rivals like, comes crashing in in January. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And like my grand takeaway of watching it was Seth Manfield is good at magic. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there, Megan. I know Wild. that might shock you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, but he's uh, pretty good at magic. He got second wow. in this. Uh, it, just just incredible. Got second. Uh, he was in the finals, yeah. obviously. It he was lost like, to the Canadian national champion. Yeah, Kale he Thompson. did. Yeah, Canadian national champ. Uh, the top eight was actually kind of stacked. There were a lot of good players in it. Um, I don't know. It's just like once you've kind of reached this level of the format where it's been out for a long time, I think that kind of gives even potentially more opportunity for the people who are super good magic players to kind of get in there who have been studying the format for, for the whole season and um, just really, really have a plan on what they want to do and how yeah. they want to do it. If uh, you're a fan of Sam Islandfelt, and let's be honest, who isn't? He ended up getting something like 36 or something at this GP. Nice. Good job, Sam. Really great. And another member of Tower Games uh, made the top eight. So that was pretty excellent, too. So shout out to our Minnesota peeps out there. Um, nice. And Real this nice. was a fun story I wanted to just quickly mention was uh, this guy, Nicholas Mohammed, who made the top eight, drafted vampires for all three decks on day two. <laughs> so like brilliant man after my own heart and uh, said that before he b- came to this tournament, he had six owed the last I'm sorry, six owed. He had three of the last six competitive draft leagues on Magic Online. <laughs> wow. Wow. So the last six, he had just freaking nailed. Um, That's so, so I think impressive. He, I think he might have a good read on the format or something like that. <laughs> he might know what he's doing or he something. He might know what he's doing. Whatever. Yeah. But awesome. I don't know. Megan, what is your thoughts like as we kind of say goodbye to Ixalan Limited? Um, you know, I'm excited to see what Rivals does. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Like I, I, I like the tribes, but I want to know. I want to know what's coming. I want. I feel more. like I've drafted. I've drafted it enough. I'm ready to see what's next. Yeah, agree. I uh, I want to see more, more, more. Just more generally. Period. Yeah, more yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, exactly. So yeah, that all happened. Um, and we are looking forward to Rivals coming out very soon. And then we had a little bit of news uh, about a kind of new sort of product from Wizards, which I thought was we'd touch on really quick because it'll be really good for newer players. Yeah. And that is Challenger so, decks. Um, they are called, cha- yeah, like you said, Challenger decks. And uh, they are 75-card decks that are geared towards standard playing and people who are going out to FNMs. Um, and it's kind of using some of the very powerful uh, strategies that have happened in standard. Uh, so we don't know yet what those deck lists are going to be exactly. Um, but we're, but we're pretty excited and it's going to be something where it's like, you could just, you can get it for 30 bucks 
pull it right out of the box and it's 75 cards, like you've got your 60 card main, you've got your 15 card sideboard, you can just start playing that sucker at FNM. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah. You can, you know, as you continue playing, add cards to it, change it up, put in more expensive cards and kind of build off of that base that they're providing you with. Um, mm -hmm. And that's super good for anybody who might be thinking about going to their first FNM and is mostly a limited player and wants to just try out standard or somebody who's just new to the game and like, hey, let's uh, play this deck. That's kind of a level above a base level deck and uh, check out what people are actually playing uh, in standard right now. So yeah, challenger decks, kind of cool. Very cool. So we're saying goodbye to dual decks, and the last dual decks that will be released is going to be Elves versus Inventors, which is kind of a weird dual deck. So this is a really weird versus situation. <laughs> you know the classic battle, Elves versus elves Inventors? Elves versus Inventors. Everybody knows it's a feud that's been, you know, since the end of time. Beginning of time. Tail. From the beginning Tail. to the end of time. <laughs> it's, all this I, it's been a feud since the end of time. <laughs> a feud happening since the end of time. What if people are wrong about how time works and we're actually going through time backwards? Yeah. And then at this, at, and then dinosaurs are like the culmination of <laughs> everything on the planet instead that of makes the sense. beginning. That makes sense. But what is time except a concept? Like we basically get to say if time is moving backwards or forwards. Yeah. Same as trains. Same as time and trains are more alike than you would think. Yeah. You have to shovel coal into both of them to make them go. Well, except anyway. that time can go forward and backward and trains only go one way. That's accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Before we move on to the first annual Crimby Awards, which that name makes no sense, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it. It was our show. Was the name going to end up making sense, really? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, we okay. are thanking the newest member of the MTA family, Ultra Pro. Yay, Ultra Pro. We're so happy to have them on board. They make awesome stuff. They make awesome play mats, deck boxes, dice, uh, sleeves. Like we mentioned last show, the yeah. new um, unstable sleeves are really, really cool. They make, so we at GP Denver, we've seen a lot of prize walls, Maria and I, you know. Oh, yeah. Over we've, our years. We've been around the GP circuit. We've seen a lot of prize walls over the years. And at GP Denver, Maria comes, like, running up with her stuff from the prize wall. And, for, like, her eyes alight. <laughs> Is that how you describe it? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> with, with a giant stuffed D20. <laughs> which, you know, yeah. you were I'm going to pick by. it up right now. I have yeah. it over here. Yeah. Let me grab it. Um... Ultra Pro giant stuff D20s that will make even the most seasoned, even the most hardened of us whose hearts can no longer, you know, understand a, a love of things. <laughs> melt into love, just can melt creamy butter at the sight of an Ultra Pro giant stuffed 20 sided die. I know, I was so excited. Megan is not lying. And that die remains with us. We've used it on the show, and mm -hmm. I just tossed it. You might wonder what I rolled, and the answer is a 16. So nice. pretty good. Solid roll. Solid roll. Pretty good roll. But yeah, <laughs> none of this would be, would be possible without the geniuses at Ultra Pro. <laughs> and like we said, um, we're going to start be start, starting to do some giveaways with them. We've got a package coming from them. So stay tuned to this space, a.k.a. podcast and your ear holes, and our, our stream on Twitch and all these sorts of things to, for uh Stay for tuned sweet, to your own ears. <laughs> for sweet giveaways. 
Yeah, stay tuned to your own news. Like classic, classic advice just to, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very classic advice. Yeah. Ultrapro.com for all your magic storage needs. So everyone, do-do-do-do. That's, Maria, I feel like I, I took your job. Do-do-do-do. Yeah, which is doing that. There you go. <laughs> it is time, finally, for the 2017 Crimby Awards. I know the that Crimby you've Awards. all been waiting. Um, you've been with bated breath to know what exactly awards we're going to give out and who is going to win them. Absolutely. This is an award show that is the Oscars wish they could be, basically. Yes, exactly. But they can't. The Crimbies. All right. So uh, first award for the Crimbies is pretty obvious one. And that is cutest card of the year. That's right. And Maria, it's um, hotly contested. Hotly contested. Always long awaited. Long awaited. Um, There was lots of uh, contenders for cutest card this year. Uh, Not amongst... Um, amongst them, of course, all of our cutest cards. Yes. And um, there is no way that I could give it to any other card besides the cutest card of all, Beast and Show, because of Gnarled Pack. That's as right. Is Gnarled Pack you're cutest card of all time. Specifically about the Gnarled variant. Yeah. Specifically the Gnarled variant of Beast and Show. Congratulations on your Crimby. You got cutest card of adorable. the year. It's adorable. It's great. <laughs> Um, all right, moving on. Um, we've got the, the card of best in standard. Ooh, this is a talk about hotly contested. Yeah, no kidding. And, uh, this definitely has a lot of personal bias (laughs) because my personal choice for best in standard goes to none other than the Scarab God. Scarab God, congratulations. Come on up and get your crimby. That's right. That card that is so good that a deck that was already playing three colors will play a fourth color. (laughs) <laughs> just to play this card a deck a card that made control decks possible um a, a, the finisher you know, that you want when you're not playing any creatures but your opponent is the scarab god i can't even like disagree with your choice of the scarab god because it just is the best card that wizards printed this year question mark is it's i mean it's absurdly good it's so it's just, good There'll be people who'll be like, oh, what about search for Ascanta? And I'm like, can search for Ascanta kill you? No. No. I mean. It can't. In my dreams. I mean, (laughs) it kind of can. Sort of. By by incurring long, like long-term card advantage. Okay. But, you know, for those of us who believe that that really is a win condition in and of itself. (laughs) Just... Uh, every time it hit the table across for me, I felt like I wanted to die a little inside, and I think that is a great indicator yeah. of best in standard. You felt like you wanted to die inside, and then you died on the table. Yes, on the accurate. battlefield, really yeah. did. Absolutely. All right, so we have best in standard, and how about the card that <coughs> ruined standard uh, forever? <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't pick a card for this. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I you picked... picked something else. You wrote what you wrote. I was like, no, she's right. <laughs> I just wrote energy. Yep. Yeah, that is correct. That's the right answer. <laughs> oh, God. Well, moving on. What else are energy. you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say energy. Like, it's so right. That is so correct. Because um, 
it's just such a powerful mechanic mm-hmm. when it was created. I don't think they knew it was mm-hmm. quite as powerful as it was. And it just no. completely took over standard. And it was like, yes. you have to be able to beat these energy decks or yeah, you're going to die. And they're so flexible and they can do so much. And with cards like uh, Ether Hub that just fix mana. And if you have unlimited supply of Ether, then it just is a five color land forever. Yeah, agree. Speaking um, of most busted. Speaking of. Overall. Yeah. I, Congratulations. I tune with Ether. To a tune with either. Yeah, I think you're correct there as well. Most busted overall, you might be like, oh, well, that sounds like a card like Scarab God or it you is, know, which Search is busted. Kanta. Scarab God is a busted card. Agree. But a tune with either, just for making so much so possible. <laughs> a tune with either, you make everything possible. It's so good. Congratulations. You get energy, you fix colors, it's, it, you play it on turn one. Wow. It slices, you know. it dices. It features Nissa yeah. looking different than on any other card. Uh, a tune with Ether. A tune with Ether. Congratulations. Pretty good. The next award is uh, the Y Award. <laughs> Maria, tell Which, us about the Y Award. So I was like, I just want an award for a card where you just are like, why? <laughs> Why did this have to exist? Or when yeah. somebody plays it across from you, you're just like, why? And so there's a couple of uh, instances that this can be interpreted in slightly different ways. Yeah. So I'm going to give you all the nominees, and uh, you can choose the winner here, Megan. Okay. Uh, first nominee is Ramunap Ruins. Why? Just like, why? Why do you why? have to give the red deck literal everything it needs? <laughs> Like, the point of a red deck is it doesn't have reach. You've got to start out early and you've got to be able to kill them. You can't just kill them out of nowhere on turn with 20. Lands. With your with stupid lands. lands. Yeah, I agree. Ramunap Ruins, Upsetting. why? Upsetting. Okay, next one is Sandworm Convergence, why? <laughs> limited Beast, why? Because if somebody plays this Unlimited against you, you can't even block. You can't. Or, sorry, you can't even attack with your flyers. No. Like, you have no way to win the game, zero way, unless you have removal for Sandworm com- Convergence, which is not a very yeah. common thing to have. So. It covers all of its bases. It's like, I oh, just I'm going to create a bunch why? of big ground creatures, and maybe you're like, it's okay, I'll still win the game with flyers, except right. it's like, no. No, you won't. No, Why Sandworm Convergence? Why? why? And the third nominee is Untethered Express. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Great Screwed question. was... Why? So good. AKA the pain train. Um, just brutal. Freaking brutal. Putting a counter on every time it attacks. Get out of here until they would express why. So, so good. So good. Okay. What Carnus. do you think, Megan? Okay. Um, this is difficult, but I'm going to have to go ahead and um, give the award to Rammy Nap Ruins. Yeah. Just I agree. because it was a menace for so long in standard and in many ways still is. Still is. Ramming up ruins. Why? 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 All right. Let's take a step into the positive light with best design. It's the Ooh, card yeah. we liked the best design-wise. And um, are we going to pick something simple and Where elegant? I'm are not. We? No, that's, <laughs> that's not our style. No. Maria, no. what is your, oh, what is your best headphones. design card? It happens sometimes when I get very excited about stuff. <laughs> um, Okay, Megan, what did what was your nominee for uh, best design? Mine is Handy Dandy Clone Machine. Oh, nice. I love it. It's so silly. Um, it's very powerful, but it's only powerful <laughs> based on the number of hands that you can recruit, <laughs> which I think is great. 
I love it. Yeah, we have a vlog up from our time at the pre-pre-release in Victoria Floating Ready Run, and one of the final scenes is Mark Rosewater attacking me with your hands, his hands, and Wedge's hands, and I yes. just think that's so great. Yeah, exactly. I also um, nominated a card from Unstable. Hangman. Hangman <laughs> is my nomination because I love sub-games, but I'm not really of the level of I want to play Shahrazad every time yeah. I sit down <laughs> to play Magic. <laughs> But I really love Hangman, so uh, let's get a game of Hangman going while we're playing Magic. And I love the fact that, you know, if you get the word right, Hangman goes away. Fantastic. Um, If you you get to put counters on it, all those sorts of things. So, yeah, Hangman's my favorite design. And, like, the actual card designers out there are probably like, oh, give me a break! Pick a real card! I'm like, no! These cards are creative and awesome. And I wish we could see more design space like this in real magic. Do you know what? I actually have to, like, mine might actually be X. Oh, yeah? X is so cool. X X is just like, X is just, I love it. I love that you can put it into your opponent's hand. I love that you can cast it from your opponent's hand and from your hand and cast cards out of their hand. Like, now that I think about it, that card was just so cool. Did you play? Like, did you get to play with it? I never got to play with it. I haven't yet. Um, I hope to either. still draft Unstable more. And the more that I think about it, the more if I'm just like, what's a card I really want to play? And it's like, that's it. That's probably, you know, that's the card if I had to pick yeah. one that I want to really play. X is awesome. Um, X is so cool. Yeah, we got to draft Unstable. I've, I'm so, I've been thinking about it again today. I'm like, oh, I want unstable again mm-hmm. so I was, mm-hmm. I was definitely having hankerings it's such a good set yeah yeah we will have to for sure all right next uh crimby is for best art best Ooh, yeah. art yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. this category is very important to me art is one of the huge reasons i love magic the gathering and uh i want i put a couple in here that i thought were you know standout cards from the sets this year yeah. painted bluffs i thought was beautiful dawn yeah. feather eagle glorious Mm -hmm. glorious i remember it making an impact on me when i first saw it and my favorite art of the whole year is conqueror's galleon i think that we can just agree on this one like it's just great it's so good so beautiful it's like a rainbow setting across side beautiful rainbow sunset and the ship in the foreground um just just marvelous i wish it had been on a play mat this year i love it so much yeah maybe it will be maybe next year okay Conqueror's Galleon slash Foothold. Congrats on your Crimby. (laughs) All right, Megan, you made these next two categories. (laughs) I did. I did. Uh, I have a best cat. Great category. First up, best cat. Um, Do you know what? I think my best cat um, is going to be... Hold on. I have to make sure. That That you have a best cat? Well, that I'm saying the right one because sometimes their names are very similar. (laughs) True. True. Yeah, this was a hard one for me because it's like, do you pick the most powerful cat or do you just pick the cat where you're just like, in your gut, if you had to say what is the best cat of 2017, what just comes to your mind? And that's what I think I'm going to choose. Yeah. One that just comes up like that. What's the best cat for you? Sacred cat. Ooh, sacred cat is a great cat simple simple it's just like a little one one for one Mm -hmm. and it showed up in standard too in uh the tokens deck so yeah sacred cat you're my best cat of 2017 how about you regal caracal 
Oh yeah, great cat. Great, great, great cat. cat. Great cat, big cat, brings other cats with it. Very catty cat. Three in one, really. Yeah, so good. Awesome card. Um, and playable in standard control decks. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I had hoped for a cat deck um, this year. It didn't quite get there, but I did make a cat horse deck on Magic Online. That's right. Oh, it could not win. But here's the thing. It always almost won. <laughs> well, that's something. That really it's just is not good something. enough, though. Then, of course, and you have to have the follow-up of worst cat. Worst cat, yeah, worst, worst cat. cat. Worst cat is the cat that had to be told to leave. Yep. This Followed cat came in. It ruined a party, and we all said, "Get out." <laughs> Get out, cat. I'm sorry. Get you're out. You're not welcome in our house. Fell at our guardian. Sorry. You're cute, but you are the worst cat. Also, worst I cat. hated playing against you because I never knew if they were going to have the combo, and I just yeah, it was just painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all right. right. Moving, moving on. We've got best flavor text. Yes. I uh, have a nominee for this category and kind of looked through a lot of the flavor text. And this one just kind of jumped out at me as very simple and elegant. Escapes should always be daring. Skyship yeah. plunderer. I like that text. Uh, mine is goblin haberdasher. What was this one from? Uh, this is from unstable. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, an accessory in every sense of the word. <laughs> that's great it's just it's clever it's funny i very much enjoy it <laughs> yeah uh congrats we'll give we'll give two crimbies yeah. to skyship plunderer and goblin haberdasher because those are great nice um maria you came up with the next category yes um, i think it's important category yes most emo yes. jace most emo jace and who did you think was the most emo jace the most emo Jace, I think, is easily Ixalan's binding. Wow, he yeah. is crumpled up on the beach, like crying into his hands. Jace, get out of here. You're so emo right now. Ixalan's binding. Congratulations on your crambi. And then I added least emo Jace as a yeah, great, category. Great you have category. Balance, balance um, which is Jace cutting castaway. Yeah, not very emo in no, that at all. He's just kind of on the, you know, on the, on the prow, bow, top part, front part of the boat. <laughs> Front part of the boat. Yep, you know. I uh, added after that, dumbest Jace, dumbest Jace, <laughs> and it is in fact Jace, not on a card, but in the flavor text of Embalmer's Tools, where he gives us this lovely Jace nugget: "Quote, they might be dead, but these mummies are masters of their trade." That's the <laughs> dumbest quote. This is the, the dumbest thing Jace has ever said. <laughs> Can you imagine being next to somebody? And they're like, "Well, these mummies might be dead, but they are good at what they do." <laughs> Yeah, they're dead. They're mummies, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. Don't act like that's weird. You live in the magic universe. Get out of here, Jace. Dumbest Jace. Congratulations on Balmersdale and Tools. <laughs> Congratulations uh, on your crimby. Uh Next we've next, got Best Hat. Best Hat, inspired by Loading Ready Run. A Best Hat, Emperor's Vanguard. Come yeah. on. Great hat. Great Fabulous hat. hat. Love the art. Yeah. Fantastic so good. plumage. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, all right. What's our, uh, what's our next crimby? All right. The next crimby is most horrific, which oh, I yeah. think is just, you know, we got to call these out. There's yeah. three in this category. Yeah. Except I think my, my, my middle nomination was actually from last year. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So revise. There's two. Yes. Uh, first I'm just going to mention Starve Extinction as runner up. Yes. Because. Horrific. It's horrific. They're all dying. All the and dinosaurs. poor Gregory. Are gone. 
standing there with his mouth full of ferns. Exactly. Poor guy. Just in the middle of eating lunch. Eating lunch, getting blown away. And, uh, of course, the winner has to be caught in the brights because... Horrific. Horrific. You're running over a gremlin, you monster. Yep. Terrible. You actual monster. So, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, or not, to Cotton the Brights, most horrific of 2017. This yeah. This next category is for you, Megan. Yes. Thank you. Uh, it is most blue. <laughs> you know, most blue! Blue is a beautiful color that has a lot of things that it can do. Uh... And it's, it's really the best color. I think I can say that and everyone will agree with me. Mm -hmm, uh, sure. Universally. Yep. Uh, so we had two nominees. Uh, the runner up is Overflowing Insight because what is more blue than drawing as many cards as you possibly can? And three blue mana symbols too in the cost. Exactly. But I had to give it to Search for Azcanta. Pretty Great blue. card. Great card. Helps in card selection. And do you know what? It does a thing that is so important to blue also, which is it just becomes a land. Sometimes when you're blue, you just need more <laughs> lands to cast your great blue spells. So uh, while, while not uh, an instant in and of itself, it helps you find many instants and helps you cast many important instants. Wonderful. Search, Search for Escanta. Congratulations on your crimby. Uh, up next is a card... Or a category that's very important and near and dear to every Magic player's heart, which is best slash worst, because aren't they the same thing, pun-inducing card. And, uh... Maria. You might be racking your brains. What could it be? There's so Shipwreck many... Shipwreck Moray. <laughs> <laughs> because if I had to hear that's a Moray another time after I played it, I might kill someone. <laughs> I never heard someone say that. Oh, really? Oh, really? yeah. Really? I'm so lucky. I mean, we're, I'm an abuser of it too. I did tweet out a Valentine with that's Amore on it. And so I'm guilty. You monster. I'm guilty you of monster. the crimes I hate. Yeah. All right. Next yeah. up, we've got best nickname. Oh yeah. So great nicknames all around in the sets this year. I want to put a nickname out there to Carney T for Carnage Tyrant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just a classic good old fashioned nickname. Yeah. But also for which card? What? But also, I, the who is the winner of this category? Because I think the other one wins. You think the other one wins? Gregory. Gregory! Yay! What is it? Looming, uh, or what is it? Brontodon? Yeah, just big ancient Brontodon. Ancient Brontodon. Big Brontodon. Ancient Brontodon. 10-10, ten, ten, Gregory. You're great. Gregory's uh, just a 9-9. Nine, nine. Oh, he's just a 9-9, nine, nine, sorry. Just, wow, I made Gregory a nine, bigger nine. than he is. Maybe he ate a lot over the holidays, but... yeah. I got to give it out to uh, Marshall Sutcliffe for spreading the love of Gregory, mm -hmm. as he did on coverage and on limited resources, so everybody knows Gregory by his true name. Gregory. Gregory. <laughs> the best multicolor card. Got, yeah, Woo! best multicolor card. This, I think, is just completely undisputed. Oh, absolutely. How could you ever pick a card, best multicolor card, other than River Hoopoo? River Hoopoo! Great the card. Hoopoo! Yeah. Best Fabulous card. Fabulous card. Wins the games out of Favorite nowhere. Card. Uh, if you Love had a category that, that was also like best two drop, I would also give it to River Hoopoo. Yeah, I was going to make best two drop. Yeah. Um, if, you have, like, if you had a category that was like um, best bird, River Hoopoo. <laughs> um, best beside a river, River Hoopoo. How about best beside a river of blood? Oh, poor River Hoopoo. It's definitely River Hoopoo still. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Brutal. But, yeah. All, All right, right, next category. Best, best one, one mana. Spent. Nice. Okay. All right, Maria, what are, what are our options? 
Our options are for best one mana spent, dive down. Nice. Get some hex Great. Legion's Landing. Get Amazing. a 1 1. Maybe transform into a land. And opt. Ooh, instance, draw cards, scry cards. What more could you want? All right, Megan, are you going to choose opt here? Do you know what? If it were up to me, I would. But, <laughs> Maria, you made this category. I it's did. up to you. Man, how can I not choose Legion's Landing? Because, well, opt is a great card and has made its way into other formats, even. Mm -hmm. uh, not only do you get a 1 1 lifelinking vampire creature token, you get them all the time, whenever you want, as soon as you're able to flip it. So I'm going to go best one mana spent, Legion's Landing. Nice. I, do you know what? At the end of the day, you might press me to agree. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a good argument for both of those ones there. Next, we've got best new mechanic. Whew, this is a good category. Um, I want to put contraptions in this category because I Ugh. think they're so wonderful. They're great. We've been waiting for them for forever, yeah. and they turned out great. They're so cool. They're amazing. They look great. They're they operate great. They're so they're so great. <laughs> they're just great all around. Yeah, we um, do have some other cool mechanics though. We really did, and I want to put explore in here because we both loved explore. Explore is so cool. Um, I really enjoy it. It's, yeah, so it's just a neat mechanic, and it feels it feels flexible and powerful. It's really cool. I'm gonna put give these both trophies for the crimbies because I agree. unstable is something new and different and yeah. isn't not not your typical magic set so we can't really judge them equally so they're both gonna get crimbies from me it's an apples and oranges absolutely speaking <laughs> of best new mechanic what about worst new mechanic <laughs> worst new mechanic maria what did you pick for worst new mechanic i picked eternalize megan eternalize because it's basically felt... megamorph <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you felt it was another megamorph situation Yep, I absolutely did. Oh, it's embalmed. Just kidding. It's just a bigger embalmed. Get it's out of here, Eternalize. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I did enjoy using the mechanic. Oh yeah, absolutely. But in terms of in, in terms of inventiveness, it was not high up there. Agree. Uh, what did now, you choose? You know, I didn't choose anything for worst new mechanic. Oh okay. I kind of was with you on Eternalize. Excellent. Like I We're said, I enjoyed playing it, but on the scale of inventive, not there. All right, we have one final crimby to give. Megan, yes. do your best. Best returning mechanic. I think that we all want to shout it from the rooftops. Bring it back forever. Cycling. Cycling! Yay! Who doesn't love cycling? Every, literal every magic player loves cycling. It's a fact. We don't agree on anything. Magic players, I mean. No. Except on cycling and how much we love it. Cycling's incredible. I would love to see it on select cards. I don't know if that's what they want to end up doing, but it's great. I would love it. It's great. So good. So there uh, you have it. Your 2017 yeah. Crimmies. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we had a pretty good year. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where the second annual Crimmies take us. <laughs> yeah, uh, we should keep our categories and go back and have to fill them in again for 2018. We should. We'll add some new categories. Okay, great. This is perfect, a great plan. Perfect. Uh, we're going to do a mock-up of a trophy. <laughs> to pass the crim like a little exactly. crimby trophy? Yeah, a little crimby trophy. Show people what it looks like. Overall, in Magic this year, how do you think everything went? I liked it. I really, I super enjoyed the Almond Cat block, which I think people kind of generally agree on. It was a great, really fun block. Um and I had a good time playing it. Like, Unstable is one of the coolest things I've seen happen in Magic in a long while. So 
This year has been solid, man. Real good. Solid year for magics. All right, 2018, yeah. you got a lot to live up to. Uh, especially 2017 wanna... is coming for you. Yeah. Or 2018 is coming for 27. I don't know how time works. We're Watch all just, your back. We're time. all just moving backwards anyways. <laughs> slowly towards dinosaur form. Exactly. We're all just slowly becoming dinosaurs. Well, everybody, that's our show. We're all becoming dinosaurs. We're all becoming dinosaurs. I hope, I sure hope I'm the one that goes like this. And has a little frilly neck. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought... With that sound effect, I initially thought you were saying, like, you hope that you're the dinosaur that explodes. I hope I'm the dinosaur that explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dark. Okay. Weird. Real dark. Real dark. But yeah. Uh, Thanks, everybody, who uh, supports the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash MTACast. A big thank you again to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash MTACast is the link to use if you want to buy anything over there. Thanks to Ultra Pro for being our fabulous gear sponsor. And uh, thanks for... Thanks for to Texas for holding Megan for us on on a layaway. <laughs> I'm I'm just here. I'm here. <laughs> if you want to hang out, come hang out with us on twitch.tv slash magic the amateuring, Twitter at MTACast, Facebook.com slash MTACast, and internet.com backslash uh, oh. farts. <laughs> also, don't forget our YouTube channel. This week we've got videos on how to draft unstable. Yes, In case you're like, YouTube. this set is wild and I, I'm a little directionless, we've got a map for you. Oh, I love it. Great metaphor. We will, we will be that crinkly map you pull out of your glove box. That's right. Your unstable drafts if we you're hanging out with your friends. Make the sound that a map makes. Like this. <laughs> exactly. That is either a map or pop rocks. What about a transformer? Or a transformer. Nice.